guys, this is Aaron here with you midweek for the first time in quite a while. Um, as has been noted, I've been relatively busy and had to step away from the middle of the week episodes of the Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast, which you're now listening to. Um, tonight, I am attending the Raw WWE Raw Cruise um, live event house show in Moline, Illinois, in the Quad Cities area at the iWireless Center this evening. And um, I'll be coming back with you uh, sometime over the weekend with my review of that show. Um, the advertised main event is a triple threat match for the WWE Universal Championship between the defending champion Kevin Owens and the challengers of Sami Zayn and hometown boy Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins is from Davenport, Iowa, which is one of the four quad cities. It's just over the river, and he uh, has the Black and, Bla- Black, blah, 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 Black and Brave Wrestling Academy in Moline, Illinois, just down the road at the Quad City uh, CrossFit Gym. Uh, this is going to be an exciting show tonight because it'll be his first hometown show that I can remember where he's either A, not injured because he was hurt uh, on the show that we went to a couple weeks before we flew to Dallas for WrestleMania weekend, um, or B, because he is now seemingly a babyface. That's been a little muddy. I think that will become clearer when Triple H interferes again with matters on Sunday. That's my prediction. And that's actually what we're here to do. Uh, the guys weren't able to record an episode during the week. So I'm going to get our official Clash of Champions predictions episode out. Uh, the predictions, rather, for the upcoming Raw-exclusive um I guess, pay-per-view special on the WWE Network, which airs live this Sunday. Kickoff show starts at, I believe, 7 Eastern? 6 Central? Yeah. Uh, the advertised kickoff show match, you, th- you would think there's going to be two of them. Maybe Braun Strowman will be the second. But uh, advertised for the kickoff is Nia Jax versus Alicia Fox. I've enjoyed the little we've gotten of this feud. It's nice to see Alicia Fox again, um, given that there's so many injured women competitors on the Raw brand, you would think that they would have been using Alicia Fox from the jump after the draft. Um, But anyways, you got to think Nia Jax is going to go over here and continue her reign of terror. I'd like to see her go up against a champion, Sasha Banks, down the line, or even better, a champion, Bayley. But I think maybe they'll hold off on Bayley touching the title until WrestleMania. I think that would be a nice moment. Um... Moving on to the proper card, you have Jericho versus Sami Zayn. Love the San- the um, the Jericho kind of heel run. He makes these little tweaks, these little wrinkles, these little adjustments to the character. This week was the, the list of Jericho that was added to that. And you've got to think this is going to continue. I, I would like to see Sami Zayn go over here. He hasn't had a meaningful win since he beat Kevin Owens. In D.C., I believe it was in July when the fellows were at uh, Battleground. Um, So I'd like to see Sami Zayn go over here. I think that would be nice for him. And then Jericho could continue to antagonize with the list. Continuing into Raw Monday night from, I believe, Cincinnati. You have the the final match in the Best of Seven series between Cesaro and Sheamus. I could care less. I have fast-forwarded through every single match except maybe the first one. Just because you knew... They were going to go 3-3, and it's kind of like there's nothing really on the line here. There's no stakes. There's no championship involved like the Benoit, Booker T. Uh, best of seven, I believe, was over the United States Championship about 10 years ago or so, the one that people remember pretty fondly. Um, 
I think if they have any investment in the Cesaro character, the Cesaro brand at this point, he has to win here. I expect to see an iteration of this match at the house show tonight. They're both advertised locally. Um, I'm going to pick Cesaro, and hopefully he can kind of transition into a feud over the mid-card title. I guess that'd be the United States Championship. And I'll get into who I think is going to win that here in a little bit. TJ Perkins, uh, you you, you got to think he'll retain against Brian Kendrick. Brian Kendrick is 37 years old. TJ Perkins is the young upstart who just won the Cruiserweight Classic Tournament and the uh, new purple WWE Cruiserweight Championship, which I actually am not as down on as others. I think that the belt um, needed to look different than everything else because it is a different division. And what better way to distinguish the brand, the Cruiserweight brand, than to have the belt be very unique almost superhero-like in a way. Um, I like the belt. I'm, I'm okay with it. I would buy it for my kids someday. Um, but I think TJ Perkins goes over here, and I'd like to see him maybe feud with Cedric Alexander if they're going to do proper feuds over this belt. Um, United States Championship, we're going to see this exact match tonight at the house show. It's being advertised locally. Rusev, the United States Champion, versus the challenger Roman Reigns. I, I, I have a hard time knowing where to go here because I don't know what Roman Reigns' involvement or lack thereof will be with Triple H, given Triple H's actions against him during the Fatal 4-Way United States Championship match on Raw a few weeks ago, as well as I just wonder if Roman's above the United States title, and that's no knock on the title. It just Roman just main evented WrestleMania the last two years. That's got to count for something, right? Um I also don't know if I see him taking a, an L here to Rusev unless Lana assists in the matter. I'm having a really hard time picking this one. I do think the match will be fun because I think that their styles will complement each other nicely. I think it'll be a pretty hard-hitting style. I think Roman will move around a lot for Rusev here, make him look strong. I'm going to pick Roman Reigns for the short title feud. I'd like to see Cesaro go after Roman Reigns. I think that could be a feud that people would get into, and maybe that's a way to transition Roman into more of a heel character, although I don't think they're actually going to do that. But it'll I will uh, report back on how this match works out tonight because I imagine we'll see some of the same strokes painted on Sunday at Clash of Champions. Uh, you have the New Day versus Gallows and Anderson. This is another match not being advertised locally, but I would expect to see an iteration of this match tonight at the house show as well. I think Gallows and Anderson have to win here, and it would be nice to see the New Day chase for a while. And I almost want to see Gallows and Anderson take the titles into Mania. Um, But then again, we haven't gotten the Enzo and Cass New Day feud yet. Although you could definitely, that, that feels like Mania quality. Maybe you stretch that out and maybe you continue to have them, you know, brush against each other, but not actually feud properly until then. So... I like Gallows and Anderson here. I think you have to put it on them in order to make them a little more credible and give them some footing in the WWE um, after kind of some of the failed comedic stuff. Although these guys are hilarious if you listen to the latest Talk and Shop edition of the Talk is Jericho podcast that they did in, I believe it was Australia. Very funny episode uh, this week. But I've got Gallows and Anderson here. And again, I'll report back. I believe, I'm assuming we're going to see this match at the house show tonight. So... Part of me is kind of like, why am I going to watch Clash of Champions? I'm going to kind of see all of it in person tonight at the house show. But, you know, no no major title switches are going to happen tonight. So that's why you watch the pay-per-view. A triple threat match based on the controversial double pin 
on Raw two weeks ago. We have the champion Charlotte, assumingly being accompanied by Dana Brooke, um, facing and defending the Raw Women's Championship against Sasha Banks and the newly main roster um, debuted, Bayley. Um, I see if you were going to take the title off of Charlotte again quickly, this would be the way to do it because you could have her not get pinned. You could have her be protected here. I'd like to see I'd like to see Charlotte keep it a little longer. Maybe we could get um Sasha and Charlotte in the cell, or is that too much to ask in October? Because Raw has the the cell pay-per-view coming up next month and I guess four weeks' time. Um I'll pick Charlotte just because smart money says to pick Charlotte. There's more money to be made, I think, in having her extend the heel run. Maybe you could have Bailey and Sasha branch off here. Maybe they get some heat on with each other in this match. And then you could have Dana Brooke have a small campaign towards the Raw Women's Championship to avenge how she's been treated by Charlotte. But then again, you could have Dana also used as a mechanism to get the title off of Charlotte tonight. And then Charlotte would want to go after her for revenge. And then Bailey and Sasha over the title at the sell pay-per-view, whoever comes out with it. But I'm going to say Charlotte has it here. And then you could continue to feud between these three and maybe bring Nia Jax into it. Maybe, God forbid, bring Paige into the title picture at some point. I hope we see her tonight since she's not suspended. I'd like to see Paige. My wife's a fan. Um, But I've got Charlotte here. Um, And that brings us to the main event, Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins for the WWE Universal Championship. Um, I'll say from the outset that this is going to be a great match. I look for Kevin Owens to absolutely retain here. He just got the title. We already had to hot shot it off of Balor due to injury. I think to make the title a little more meaningful and give it some ground grounding on Raw, I think you have to have Kevin Owens retain here, and I definitely, definitely look for Triple H to make his presence felt again tonight and further the the drama in the managerial roles between Stephanie and McFoley. Um, I... I I think there's a reason he Triple H has not appeared on Raw programming since he interfered in that fatal four-way match for the vacant Universal Championship. And it was so he could come here and build even more into that storyline. You can really stretch out the story that they're beginning to tell at the top of Raw here with Triple H, with the authority figures of Mick Foley and Stephanie, with Rollins, which you've got to think we're going to get Rollins versus Triple H and maybe even... Maybe you could even at Survivor Series, if you didn't want to do it, if you wanted to maybe do just a WWE world title match, maybe you do Kevin Owens and Triple H versus Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns. That could be a, kind of a fun thing to do. Or maybe you have them build up five on five teams with some of those players being the top players on those teams. I think there's so many cool things they're going to do. You know, a lot of people have been down on Raw the last couple of weeks, and that's because Raw has been in a holding pattern. And I think they were always planning on saving Triple H's next move for Clash of Champions. You also have to kind of keep in mind, though, that Brock Lesnar is working the house show in a rematch against Randy Orton tomorrow night in Chicago. Well, technically, Rosemont's where the airport is, but they have the Allstate Arena there, which I attended my first WrestleMania at, WrestleMania 22, uh, which saw the main event of John Cena successfully retaining the WWE Championship against Triple H in what was a great main event and a great reaction from us, the crowd, that kind of set the stage for Cena's reaction for the next 10 years. Wow, that was 10 years ago I did my first WrestleMania. Um, you got to wonder what Brock's going to do because I don't see them just bringing Brock in for one house show and then sending him home. 
Minya or India Indianapolis is where Clash of Champions is. That's just down, you know, down I eighty or three eighty or whatever. I'm not sure what you'd take from Chicago to get towards heading that direction. The tri state has so many highways up there if you've ever traveled in the Chicago land, but you gotta think Brock's gonna do something if he's gonna be in Chicago. Um also, by the way, Jericho, not advertised locally, but is advertised for Chicago. It's like, come on, man. You're not going to give Moline love tonight? He just attended the Kiss concert I was at with his son in Moline. You know, come back and perform in Moline. Why not? Um, but it is what it is. Maybe he will be there and surprise us. Who knows? Um, but I, I, def- I have Kevin Owens here. I look for Triple H to make his presence known. Maybe even Brock. Although Brock could do any number of things. He doesn't ha- have to necessarily be involved in what is already a very heavy you know, universal championship picture on Raw. There's a lot of things he could do to make his presence felt, but you wonder if it'll be here. Could be interesting. Um, I look for this to be a very good show. Like I said, I think Raw has been tough to watch because it's been a holding pattern because SmackDown Live got the first, you know, brand exclusive live event or network special pay-per-view, whatever you want to call it. But I look for the, the Raw brand to rebound here and put on a great show. As, uh, you know, in that same vein, I'm looking forward to a great show tonight. Advertised locally, we have the Triple Threat uh, Universal Championship main event, Kevin Owens, the champion versus Seth Rollins, and Sami Zayn. Um, We also have advertised locally Roman Reigns and Rusev over the United States Championship. Um, Advertised to appear Bailey, Charlotte, Sasha, Cesaro, Sheamus, New Day, Gallows, Anderson, um, Darren Young, Titus O'Neil just posted on Twitter that he's going to be at the show tonight. You've got to think Dana Brooke's going to be there. Um, Nia Jax hopefully will be there. I have yet to see Nia Jax work live because she did not appear at TakeOver Dallas. That's my only NXT show up to this point. I haven't been to any shows since WrestleMania in Dallas. So it's nice to see wrestling live again. Um, They've come to the Quad Cities twice this year, which is great. No TV tapings this year. We haven't had a TV taping uh, since 2015, they taped SmackDown and the finals of the King of the Ring tournament. So hopefully they bring back uh, a TV taping to the Quad Cities. Maybe they'll announce something tonight. They've been known to do that, announce their return date. You know, maybe they won't. We're kind of a smaller market. Um, besides that, just notes from the week. I haven't watched the Cena-Ambrose match, but I've seen everything else uh, Raw and SmackDown-wise. I really uh, am shocked that Cena lost clean on TV to Dean Ambrose, but I think it was necessary um, if John's not going to be around much longer past the October No Mercy pay-per-view. Um, you had, I think you had to do it because Dean Ambrose needs to be um, built back up a little bit after dropping the title to AJ Styles at the last pay-per-view. What was it called again? Backlash, yeah. Um so I'm looking forward to watching that match. I'll probably watch it when I get home tonight when I'm looking through my photos of the show. Um, surprised by that. Um, besides that, I'm really, really, really enjoying the women's division on SmackDown. I think it's great. I like the title feud, the promo at the beginning of SmackDown between Becky Lynch and the number one contender to the SmackDown Women's Championship, Alexa Bliss, I think was great. I wrote on Twitter that I think Alexa is really starting to find her character stride very quickly, quicker than most people in her position have um, coming up from the NXT brand the past couple of years. And, you know, obviously I, I think Becky retains there. You build towards maybe you do another natty match with her. Maybe eventually you have her. Uh, I'd like to see her wrestle Nikki Bella at WrestleMania if you can prolong 
or keep those two apart for that long. And I think you can with such a thick women's division. I'd almost like to see Eva Marie get the next title match at Survivor Series. Um, she's been, she was not featured this week after being um, having her suspension ended for Adderall. Kind of weird. Um, but I really enjoy what they're doing with the women. I like the the stuff they're doing between Carmella and Nikki Bella. I think that's a nice first feud for Carmella to have on her heel run. Kind of wish they'd give Natty some footing. It'd be very easy to have her establish some beef with Naomi. And um, maybe we can start to figure out what this Glow character is. There's still a lot of ambiguity to it. She just all of a sudden was a heel one week and came out as like a rave character the next week. But I, I love the entrance. I think it's cool. I wish that Naomi was there tonight so I could see it live. But... um. I love the women's division there. I, I love the stuff they're doing with Heath Slater. I love that they're keeping Alpha away from the titles, continue to chase, continue to have beef with the Usos. I see the Usos winning the titles next month at uh, No Mercy. I think you have to do that and have Alpha chase. And what a great heel run the Usos have started. We've been clamoring for it for a long time. I love the change in demeanor, the change in the outfits. I think I even saw one of the Usos have like a, a gold tooth thing put in the side of his mouth and it just looks gross and I think that's on purpose. I'm not sure, but I love it. I love that I can tell the Usos apart which one's Jimmy and which one's Jay. I think Jay's the one with the longer chin hair. Um and yeah the other one's always on Total Divas. But I, I, I thought SmackDown was another great show this week overall. Um I really did. I I need to buy that Heath Slater I got kids t shirt ASAP. Um, what a great way to rebuild Heath Slater, by the way, putting him with Rhino, having the tag title reign, um, having the angle with him. You don't really know how many kids he has. Um, what a great way to rebuild him up after not being drafted. It was such a great uh, story told there. and I look forward to seeing the continuation of that story, seeing what they do with the Usos over the next few weeks. The Usos have a lot of antagonizing to do, and you got to keep Alpha on the periphery of everything. Um, I think it's really cool. I like SmackDown a lot lately. Um, the Raw brand, like I said, I think they're going to get their footing. They've been in a holding pattern waiting for their first pay-per-view to maybe pull a few triggers that were kind of set on the fly with the Balor injury because you have to think Balor was going to carry that title at least through Rumble, at least. So where does that leave the Raw brand here? I think you still have Kevin Owens aligned with Triple H, feuding with Rollins and maybe Reigns in there. That can definitely get you through Survivor Series and probably even through the Rumble. I think you do Rollins versus Triple H at WrestleMania in Orlando. I think that's where that's headed. Maybe Kevin Owens faces a returning Finn Balor who could maybe come back in time to win the Rumble, but I wonder if he'll be healthy by then too. You could always have a SmackDown guy win the Rumble and then have Balor come back at the 11th hour to face Kevin Owens for the title he never lost. Um, I think that's where that would be headed too. I think Kevin Owens and Finn Balor at WrestleMania... Um, cause that, you know, Balor has to be in the title picture if he's healthy by then. If he's not, if Balor's not healthy, I think you put Sami Zayn up against Kevin Owens for the title just because they're, that feud's never going to be over. They're going to be like Brett and Sean in a way. Um, so I think those are the two top raw feuds. And then as far as the women, I, I just love fantasy booking WrestleMania. I think if they could find a way to get the title on Nia Jax and maybe have her defend against someone else. I'd love to see an interbranded four horsewomen fatal four-way, not for any titles. 
if they could find a way to do that, I'd be really happy. Um, that's just, I'm going to throw that out there. I'm sure the guys on the podcast will have something to say about that when they hear that. Maybe they will like that too. Maybe they won't. But um, that's my Clash of Champions preview. Um, I'll get back with you guys after the house show, the Raw House show in Moline, Illinois tonight. Um, can't wait to cheer on Seth Rollins for the hometown show. It's going to be great. But thanks for listening to another episode of the Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast. This was a shorty, but a goodie. And we'll talk to you guys over the weekend uh, with the house show review. Take care.